Okay, uh, here we go. And uh, there's that. Also, uh, for this, guys, here we go. Uh, for those playing the home game, a couple of new things there. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Bruise and Builds, episode 157, I think. Uh, I am your one of your fellow hosts, Big Tuck. Um, and as you can see, and if you follow our channel, Mr. Combo is currently still in Italy celebrating his recent uh, nuptials. And uh, we know our we know our schedule is a little a little silly right now, but you know we appreciate everyone sticking with it. So, um, and instead <clears throat> today I'm here with a great with a great guest host who could be told at one point has in fact communed with lava. We have trying casually EDH. Woo! How are we doing up, over there? Welcome to Trying Casually EDH, trying to give you that local game store feel you've come to know and love. Uh, if you are uh, checking us out, basically we are doing a little bit something different. Uh, so uh, we were going to stream this uh, on Twitch and uh, through OBS, but um, some computer issues. So I am streaming this and I am going to send this over. Basically, when and, I get, uh, get done. And it all worked out. I mean, it's all kind of like this, like, I don't know. About the Twitter, we, we've talked about this. I think every time that you and I have interacted, we, I've, we've had questions or discussions around like, oh, like your Twitch, like, I don't understand how this works. You're like, well, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't really get it either. Right. So like, I don't really, I can't say that I know much about this, but like, I'm guessing I'm not at the point with, well, I'm not at the point where we're like losing out on piles of revenue stream on this. So I like, I don't know. I think it's kind of exciting. Right. Um, I mean, we we haven't broke the bank yet. Um, <laughs> I mean, we're not rich. We still work. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but I mean, it is cool. The potential to make money. Yes, right, exactly. Oh, I was like, how am I not following? I was like, I'm trying to get my chat in here now. Here's my question to you. Um, oh, Dave the Noob is already in, in chat. Yeah, what Dave up? the Noob, shout out to Dave the Noob. Love that the guy. The best. Oh, he's the best. So do you guys get to do, do anything with your, I'm sorry. Well, that's back up first. So first off for everyone out there, where can people find you out on the interwebs? Like what's your, I know your screen, you stream a ton. Uh, yeah, like you what's can your schedule? Currently find us here. Okay. Uh, if perfect. You, if, you, if you found us on our, our, um, our Twitch uh, and we were basically at trying casually EDH or at trying casual EDH pretty much everywhere. Um, I will post our link tree in the, um, in the uh in the chat here oh yes of course um and i will also we have one too that i think is recently updated if you guys want to follow us out here but so like um how did you get we always kind of ask especially for first people on on the our more long form format like how did you first get into magic like did you have you been playing for a while what got you into edh like what's your kind of story on what's your story on that Okay, so boom. Um, I've actually been on playing since M nineteen. Uh, okay, so, so, rel so relatively recently. new. Yeah, yeah, fairly recently in the grand scene of things. Uh, but like any like good thing, I suppose. Uh, you go in uh, balls deep, uh, almost immediately. <laughs> yep. Uh, so basically, the what happened is, is I played standard for a year. Uh, I wanted to like know the rules, kind of like you know what I mean, before you just walk yeah. into like the the tournament of tournaments, kind of thing. Yes, 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 yes. Um, so basically, that was that was my start. I started with my wife. Uh, shout out to Homebrew Deck Tech in the chat. Yo, yo, yo. Um, 
but yeah, I started with my wife. So basically she would help me go to pre-releases and we'd share cards and like I built her a vampire oh, cool. deck and then I built like a green deck. So her colors were black and like red and mine were like green and blue. So that was kind of like our dynamic. It was it was really fun. Um, so then uh, my buddy Frosty introduced me to Commander. He introduced me. He was like, hey, come over to a game night. Uh, we're going to have some beers. Uh, we're going to have some food. Uh, of course, we're going to yeah. play some, some, some magic. And I was like, oh, you're going to play Standard. And we're going to, no, we're going to play this this different format called Commander. Uh, oh, so he, yeah. He hooked me up with it, Moldrotha at the time. Ooh, great Commander. Yeah. So basically... <laughs> We played a, a, a hectic game of Commander where I got elephant grass on with Moldrotha. Dude, dude, that's like the best. No, like that's the most hidden tech in yeah. Moldrotha builds of all time. Yeah. It's so good. It 100% is. And yeah. shout out to Frosty, PG Frosty, who like showed me that thing. Um, 100%. Like, uh, so it ended up being elephant grass, spore frog. And then Moldrotha, oh, good. and I, oh, I had God. the game locked. Yep. I had a Golda yep. on the field. Like it was, it was nuts. Yeah, uh, and, and I, I won my first game of Commander, and like that was that was literally it. Like that's it, awesome. Yeah, I was, like it was money ever since. I kind of like I kind of was in the same boat on my end too, where like I was living in China. I played when I was younger. Like I played like Plane Shift, Invasion, all that stuff. Right. Like I remember when M10 or no Seventh uh, Edition came out. I was like, uh. But uh, I was living in China and like I got back into playing like kind of modern ish style. Right. Like it was just kind of like I didn't take it too seriously because I was just like, whatever. Like I played this when I was a kid. And then at the same time, Scooty Shuffles, like one of my best friends, he got really into it in uh, he got really into Commander, like with his friends. So when I came back across, Mm -hmm. he got me into it. And then here we are. But um, I think you like. And, you know, obviously we'll go into a little bit more about your deck here in a second. But, like, I, one thing I've noticed is, like, I think you also build decks similar to me. Like, it seems a lot of, like, big creatures, big fighting, like, that sort of thing, right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, I want to uh, see crazy shit happen regardless yeah. of whether it's mine. Exactly, exactly. So, well, we're so excited to have you on here. I should probably also ask if cursing is okay. Oh, yeah, let her rip. <laughs> um, so, we... We, yeah, like we used to censor back when we had a producer, we used to censor it. And like now that we don't, we're just like, you know, whatever. It's, it's Effort. inconsequential. So let her, so let her rip. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. And I'm really, so for those who are, who are going to be listening to this in the coming weeks, we are in fact bringing back the voices <laughs> against pretty much everyone's will uh, when they come and join us. So get ready for that. But, Bruise and Builds is our deck tech series since we conquered the path to 32, the 12 themes of EDH decks, and Season 3 brought in a lot of new flavor. And now for Season 4, we have kind of switched things up, especially with guests. Me and Mr. Combo are continuing to travel quite a bit, um, and our schedules just are, you know, matched up just at near the end of the year. So um, one thing that we brought in to bring in for guests and for our patrons is the CMC game. So uh, this will comprise of taking one of our patrons' decks, both hosts, or I guess one of our guests in this thing, sorry, this is from a script, both hosts picking one favorite card out of each CMC to discuss. And then like in the traditional bruise and builds, we'll each cut three cards, but then have to add a card with CMC less than the cut card, equal CMC, and then finally a greater CMC. Uh, So today we got zero all the way through eights without a seven, but today we are talking about Calamax Burn version 3.0. Point oh version three, yeah, yep, okay. 100%. Uh, version I love one it. was the precon. 
Okay, perfect. Yeah, one of the best pre-cons that's been printed that no one talks about, right? Yeah, um, yeah. So I didn't so even know all... that deflecting swat was enough. Oh, right. I know, right? And like, there was times where you could buy this for like twenty bucks. You're like, you just get a free deflect. You get a deck with a free deflecting swat. Um, but for those who don't know, Calamax the Storm Sire is a colorless and teamer that is green, blue, and red for four four legendary creature elemental dinosaur that is a mythic that's three dollars which is kind of crazy for a front face commander that's not edgar markov um but he has uh, a few abilities on him so the first is when you cast your first instant spell each turn if calamax's storm sire is tapped copy that spell you may choose new targets for the copy and then whenever you copy an instant spell put a one one counter on calamax um big thing there for those who may have not played this before which is like I think that's probably becoming increasingly rare. I think Calamax yeah. is kind of one of the more popular sort of spell slingers. I saw him a lot when he first came out, but I almost never yeah. seen him now. Really? Interesting. Yeah. I guess that's like, what, that was from 2010? No, sorry, 2020? 16? No. I, no. I, I'm terrible. I'm terrible. Hold on. I, yeah, I, it's all good. It's a I few years. Who knows? They, they create so much, like, they create so much, and I'm not yeah. wearing my glasses. Well, There's 20? Okay. Nice. So, um, there. So, just to demonstrate how this goes, uh, there is some text on here to win, uh, and this one I'll take this one for you, trying casual, just to show you, you know, that it's very difficult, and I'm also very bad at it. So, this is Vorn Clicks, which is supposed to be a coffee shop barista that is short on time. That is the only hint that we got from our patrons. So, uh, let's try this thing. <clears throat> uh. Malakax's mood changes with like the weather and vice versa. And I don't have any time anymore. Just tell me if you want to vent to your grande. So there oh, you go. Damn. So yeah. Vorinclex is like a snap poet, bro. He's like yeah. angry. Oh, I, yes. I like that. Yeah. So we got we got a whole bunch of other ones uh, ready to go too. I thought my monitor just died, so I was like, but it's back. So um, you know, people like I said, everyone's kind of got their own take on Vorinclex, right? How did you go about building the stack? Like what like what did you kind of do to make this a little bit more unique or more suited to your play style? You know, that's sort of like what was your what was your intention when you were building this? Okay, so I I initially wanted to uh okay, so I should take a step back. I should go to my other playgroup. So on my channel, uh, I was borrowing my buddy's decks, my IRL IRL playgroup's decks and playing them on my stream. Oh, 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 okay, cool. Yeah, so I would basically, like, I am playing my buddy's deck. This is what it does. Uh, and I was playing um, Torbjorn of the Red Fell. Yes, very strong. Um, <laughs> very strong. Uh, very burning. Uh, yes, the way his yes, deck was made, it was, like, a bunch of burn spells. So I was like, I want to make this, but, like, better. Right. Not 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 have to be forced with mono red. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, teamer. Yeah, yes. Okay, like, gotcha. I, I, I think I thoroughly, like, if, if I am an IRL, um, like, wedge or shard, I don't know what teamer is, uh, I, I believe I would be teamer. I think it's a, it's a wedge, because it, it was in card, I think it was, I don't know. Who knows anymore, right? And, like, now they're guilds through whatever, but this is, so, yeah. what's brought, what, like, is it just the addition of, like, do you think it's, like, the style of play that Teamer has? Is it the combination of colors that lets you, like, get to Ooh. kind of pick and choose some of the ones you like the most? Okay. Like, what, what so, do you think it is about that color in particular? Simic. Uh, so, my favorite color is probably green, and my next of course is it is. 
the, so uh, effectively the two best colors, my, the two, the two best colors. Yeah. Okay. Most got of it. my decks are green. I want to play giant stompy things. Um, mm-hmm. But this thing and you also want to draw of, cards. You also want to counter. You also want counter spells. Yeah. You just want to do everything. Kind of do that. This deck doesn't really have stompy creatures. That's true. That's very true. Yeah. Uh, so like, I was trying to do a something different than I've never done before, but yeah. B with colors that I absolutely love. Got it. Okay. Cool. And you said you started with a precon, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. how many cards? Do you how, if you were just to guess, right? Because like a lot of people, they get a precon, and sometimes they'll like keep it together, maybe adjust the land base a little bit. Some yeah, of them yeah. will just completely gut it um, and kind of rebuild it up from the from the ground up. Like, have you? Do you feel like you've cut a quarter? I mean, obviously, lands we don't we don't need. I'm to get probably into all that. Uh, thirty cards now. Wow. Okay. Got it. Really, yeah, really making some changes to it. It's probably like a full rework. Got it. Okay, yeah. And I think at, that, at I think a lot point. of I think a lot of that's on the on the deck too, right? Yeah. Um and what one thing we always go through is we always go and talk about like a few things around it, right? So um for starters, the the if you want to build this one, it's around $383, right? So probably pretty normal considering you have like some higher end cards in here, right? Um, uh, yeah, the Thousand Year Storm says it's not listed for some reason. Oh, really? Yeah, Weird. the etched double master that I have is not listed. Uh, it says oh. $3.04, so add $4 to that. Oh, okay, got it, got it, got it. Um, and then if we look through here, you have two Planeswalkers, 13 uh, creatures, 9 sorceries, 26 instants, which is, I mean, what you want, like a quarter of the deck at least, right? This is more like a third. 10 artifacts, one of which is an equipment, six enchantments, 36 lands across the board there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and something we started doing uh, on the group is we start looking into your, and this is something we've we've been doing on, on our channel that's actually kind of helped us a lot when we're looking through like consistencies and decks and that sort of thing is we always go and look at your percentage of mana symbols versus the percentage of mana production you have, right? Um, so you have 40% blue to 39 43 red to 42 and then 26 green to 42 um of the producers right so mm-hmm. you're you're it's it's pretty close across the board right did you have you gone through and that's like with the with the lands like do you feel like this has ever been you ever feel like you've gotten stuck on a color or do you feel like it's always been kind of consistent in these uh, with the draws yeah. and everything uh double red i was getting stuck on double oh, red. really yeah so like uh dual caster mage being mm-hmm. able to flash that out I also yeah. run Niv-Mizzet Perun, so yep. I needed to run heavier red, but I also needed heavier greens because I needed to know that I had the the ramp spells or like Azorius right. Predation, which has triple green. Right, right, right. Uh, and then our, it looks like your the average mana of your main board, the average mana cost of your deck is 1.78 with lands, which is kind of, in my opinion, a foolish statistic. Um, and then 2.75 without lands, right? So... Do you feel like that that feels pretty consistent with your deck? Do you feel like that's pretty that feels pretty consistent with like the playstyle that you want it to, or do you feel like it's do you feel like it plays slower than that, faster than that? What do you think? Um, so it's basically all in the draw. Uh, this deck okay. can be very fast, uh, but it also can be very durable. Uh, it just sure. depends on like what kind of draw. Because like I don't really run tutors um, or like stuff like that. I'm trying to actually play a randomized game almost. Hmm. If okay. that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Like you'd rather you'd rather have something like see the cards that come off the top and that sort of thing than yeah, try yeah. to build I'll, like 
I'm trying to play with the cards given as opposed to craft the deck to play the same. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hell yeah. Well, we got, we, like I said, we have zero sort of through eight, um, minus seven. So let's get into it. But before we do, uh, for the listeners out there, uh, we couldn't do it without you guys. Uh, so if you are, if you're able to patreon.com slash CMD tower, there's rewards for all benefits, which could be anything from getting your deck on this episode, uh, streaming with us when we do our hashtag SCR, uh, hashtag get handed, uh, every other Monday, uh, and you, we always get merch and that sort of thing. Um, but obviously, if it's financially restrictive to you, you know, please, please don't put yourself into a, a situation where well, that'd get uncomfortable for you. Uh, but yeah, we that's how we afford new equipment, which it sounds like a new computer might be on order <laughs> if if I've got to try to keep streaming this. But that again is over at Patreon.com/slash CMD Tower. So let's hop right into it. Um, and we do have. A mana value zero card in here. There's well, just technically, one. Technically, technically, yes. Which I was really surprised. Okay, uh, let's let's get into it. Are you ready? Yeah, absolutely. All right, three, two, one. Deflecting SWAT. Yep. Okay, wait. You gotta do it. You got. We, you gotta say it with me. You gotta get. Oh, you bad, gotta get bad, in that with me. Bad. All right. Okay. All right. Here we go. Ready? Let's do it again. Three, two, one. Deflecting, deflecting SWAT. SWAT. Woo! Okay, uh, two colors, two color red. It's an instant. Uh, it's a rare, and it's fifty four dollars and ninety nine cents. Boom. Yeah. So now, because I beat you to the punch on that, you need to read the 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 text of the card, and there's a little bit of flavor text to get into here as well. So okay, so I have to, to do it. Do the flavor yeah. text in the Calamax yeah. voice. Okay, so so when that. we match, it's always a race to see who can read the outside of the card fastest, because then the other person has to do the inside of the card. Okay, that's cool. It, it is an instant, uh, and yep. it says if you would control your commander, uh, you may cast the spell without paying its mana cost. Uh, so that's why it is technically free. Uh, yes. Most of the time, Calamax will be on the board when it is uh, used because it's used to take out or protect Calamax. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then the second um, paragraph says you may choose new targets for the target spell of ability. So basically like a path to exile or like a sure. removal spell. Um, Counter spell. Like yeah. yeah, absolutely. It's, and it's, then, it's really uh, strong. And then so uh, the flavor text. Yeah, I think this, this is. is I think I think I'm going. Urr. Okay. Uh, so, well, you kind of wait, wait, no, no, no. I got I got the name for you. We got the we got the the accent for you. Okay. Okay. All right. It's Seton, comma Centaur Druid, but he sounds like Bruce Wayne. Oh. Not Batman, Bruce Wayne. Oh. Okay. Uh. Um. Okay. And this and that's that's it. Like, and you could take that to however you want, right? No, nope. yeah, you're good. You're good. Hold on, I need to Hello, my name is Bruce Wayne. All right, uh, that's under, Yeah, okay, I like it. I like where this is going so far. Archmage attacks with little or more annoyance to Calamax. Nailed it. Yeah, you you channeled the Wayne. Yeah, I, I tried to be suave. I had to be cooler than me. I right, like a lot of these ones. I'm like, I don't know what these people sound like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't even know what I sound like. But, the Batman uh, voice is this. Well, we have so we have like I know we have a Batman. We have at least one Batman. I think we have a hungover Batman as well, or something like that. So sometimes these people get kind of goofy with it. But anyway, so what's we all know this card's amazing, right? Sees sees play across the entirety of the the format, CEDH, yeah. everything like that. Um, Hypothetically, so I, should be put in almost every red deck. Right. Yeah. So we call it like we we there's staples and then there's like standards right so yeah. this to me is like a red standard if not a red staple especially if you care if your deck's built top down at all 
Um, so I don't, I, we don't need to go into why this card is good, but like, what's been the biggest like blowout that, that this, that you've seen this card do? Like what's been the biggest, like the top end of, of what you've seen it do in this deck or just in general? Um, okay. So I forget the spell, but, uh, it was a board wipe that gained life equal to how many creatures were killed. And then you got something back from the creatures so I took control of the spell, so I would gain the life and get. Oh, the, the nice! Thing. Yeah, and you gain and you gained a pile load, and then the other person yeah, didn't yeah. get it. One hundred percent. Yeah, great card. Um, do you if you didn't own a copy of this? So we'll get into. It would not be in the deck. I yeah, like I I don't I don't can see myself buying this. Um, it's I think it's good, but it's not like there's yep. fifty. You could buy ten. Or I guess eleven five dollar cards that I think would be better <laughs> than just yeah. One, I right? feel like I would change a grip of cards as opposed to that one card. Yeah, totally agree there. Well, hey, so that's that's the zero quote unquote. Um, and now we do have eight options in mana value one. So why don't you go? Okay. Why don't so you go? Quick ahead. question: We're trying to yes. pick the best one or the one that we want to change. Um, right now, this is and this front in this front end. These are just mm-hmm. we're just the one that you like, the one you want to talk about, right? Ooh, um, okay. Tra- okay. Tra- traditionally, we try not to the pick the ones that we're gonna cut later because yep. we'll already go into that, right? Yep. Um, absolutely. And and then what? Another thing we always try to do is we try to you try to like give some hints and some clues, right, to see if we match up on our choices. Yeah, absolutely. I'm ready when you are. No, yeah. So you're, you, this is your cho- this is your pick right now. So okay. which, whichever um, one you want to talk about. Yeah, I'm gonna go Springleaf Drum. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's a very solid pick. Uh, absolutely, probably one of my favorite cards. One of my new favorite cards. Uh, my new favorite card in the deck specifically. Right. Um, yeah. So obviously, um, do you? Are you? This is where you do the things. Oh, so now now that we didn't match, this is all you. This is okay. you you read the card top to bottom and there is flavor text. I already have your next I already have the next one lined up for you. Alrighty, 100 percent So it is Springleaf Drum. It costs one uh generic mana, but you don't need generic mana to cast it. Uh, it is an artifact. Uh so you can tap it, but you also need to tap an untapped creature you control, uh, colon, and then add one mana of any color. Uh so for this, um specifically, well, hold on, I gotta do the flavor text. Yeah. Uh okay. All right. So this is so this is Fraley's, who is Elizabeth Swan from Pirate of the Caribbean. So Kira Knightley from Pirates of the Caribbean saga or whatever they call it. Okay. Hmm. Uh okay. So the music is in the drums. <laughs> I simply coax it out uh to be heard. Excellent. Nailed it. I would always throw it with, with her, I always throw in a parlay or two or something along those lines, but yes. Yeah. Parlay. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. So why do you, why'd you put it in the deck? Okay. So specifically, it is in there to tap Calamax to yep. uh, have him on everybody else's turn, uh, available to cast and copy an instant spell. Right. Yeah. Uh, agreed. There. Hundred percent. It's also three dollars, which is kind of surprising for like 100%. what a lot of people would think would think would be a bulk a bulk uncommon. Um, and. I, I like it in the deck because I think you do have a handful. Obviously, using it with Calamax is going to be like that's like best case scenario, right? Like you get you you want you want efficient ways to tap him down. Some people play like crew mechanic, 
and those cards are kind of stinky in this deck for by and large. Mm-hmm. So Without um, I think getting him killed in an attack. Cor- correct. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think the other thing that's nice is you do have a handful of other creatures that a lot of times themselves are effectively like mana dorks of some varietal, or um, they enter the battlefield with an effect. And Kalamax is a big target, right? Kalamax will get Kalamax will get scooped up. Um, and I think just being able to have another form of a mana rock that can play with your other creatures and Kalamax is yep. really, really strong. Yep, works really well with Rixus, the Rising Storm, the snakes yep. that he makes. I can just sure. Um, and we'll be talking about him perhaps a little bit later. So uh, for my pick in the ones, uh, I went through. I went with uh, Crash Through. So Ooh, uh, I think this card one. is really, really interesting. I think this is a really like got you kind of card that people may not see coming. So um, Crash Through is a single red mana for a sorcery. Creatures you control gain trampled till end of turn and then draw a card. There is some flavor text on it. And I got uh, Jessica who sounds like Gingy, the gingerbread man from Shrek. So <clears throat> I'm this, I'm so bad at these. So all mine kind of sound the, the same. Buttons. Yeah, exactly. I was trying to think it's like, oh no, not my gumdrop buttons. Beauty, until I knew you'd come back. Oh, wait, uh, wait, am I reading that right? Yep, yep. That's the, that's the, um, that's the uh, um, secret layer version. Oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, so yeah, there you go. I, I think this card is a really, really good pick. Um, I think, I think this is a card that you're really going to surprise people with. Right. Um, and even if you, even if it doesn't like just win you the game straight out, I love the fact it replaces itself as well. Right. Like, 100%. and with Calamax, you're actually getting two draws. So well, it's two so cards for one on this one. You wouldn't because it's not an instance. This one is a, this one is a sorcery. Oh, uh, yeah, my bad. Yeah. But, uh, so I still think I still think it's worth it though, right? Because like you still need to have sorcery spells that are utility, right? And I think if this yeah. one was, ju- I think if this one was just trample, I'd be like not as hot on it. But the fact it replaces itself too and will draw you into maybe like a protection spell when you're getting ready to swing or some other like utility draw. That's why I think it's a really really good pick for the deck. Boom! Are we going to uh, two? Okay. Oh, I was like, wait, did I lose you? Okay, so nope. let's go on. Let's go on to two. Um, this is my pick, and I think this is a card you actually because we you got to, we did get to see this on stream, which I thought was really cool. Um, I love talking about that because I actually got to see this deck firsthand, and I think this one's a really really smart card. Um, Calamax, especially burn decks, they really suffer against life gain, damage prevention, that sort of stuff. And not only does this card kind of cut that off of the knees, it also does like a fair chunk of damage, especially if you can get it double. And that one for me is Skullcrack. Uh, great card. Saw a lot of, sees a lot of play in like modern, at least used to. Colorless in a red for an instant. Uh, it's an uncommon for about $2.30, which is also kind of crazy. But um, there's a lot of stuff going on here, right? Players can't gain life this turn. Damage can't be prevented this turn. And then finally, Skullcrack deals three damage to target player. There's some um, there is some flavor text on here. This is another one I'm really bad at, so just buckle in. And that's Tamio, who is the Sorcerer Supreme. Tilda Swinton varietal of it. So <clears throat> the Law Mage's argument was clever and well-reasoned, but Blunk's response proved irrefutable. 
There you go. Yeah, that was good. I like the thanks. Yeah, we've we've had some of these. We've had a little bit more experience with others. So, um, great card. And I think the I think comparative to like a lightning strike or even like a lightning bolt, I think this card does a lot more in the deck. Right, like cutting people off from life gains. Like you were just talking about, like big blowout. A lot of like board wipes. A lot of white decks and Orzov really deal a lot with 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 that um, life gain mechanic. And sometimes it's just hard to chase that with Calamax and with your burn spells. Uh, have you, have you had like any real like big blowout moments with this or has this just been like kind of more like utility card for you? Uh, so this, this is specifically more a utility card uh, and okay. with a bunch of like the uh, mana reducers, it, it's only, it's really good for one. one mana. Yes. Right. It's also and good the- to um, help somebody else get like an alpha strike. Oh yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. And that, and like I said, doubling up for six damage for one red, like that's a pretty good out. That's a pretty good output for it. So great, great pick for the deck. Like I think it was a really interesting one. What's the one that, what's the one that you wanted to talk about? Ooh. So I have actually two. Uh, Okay. All right. Now, before you, before you go with that choice, if they both have flavor text, you will have to do two accents. uh, One of them has flavor text. Okay. Nailed it. All right. So go, go right ahead. Okay, so the first one I wanted to actually talk about is Comet Storm. Oh, Not God, yeah. <laughs> technically two. You'll never, ever cast it for two, <laughs> no, but it no. is technically two. Sure, yeah. Uh, uh, Comet Storm is basically um, X in two red. Uh, it has multi-kicker. Uh, you can make uh, uh, one any number of times, and then um, as you cast the spell. Uh, so then you get to choose each new opponent each time you, you multi-kicked it. I like how you also specifically said opponent and ignored the first line of that text. Yeah. <laughs> uh, choose card... Uh, yeah, target creature or player. and then AKA um, target player. Target player. And then choose another target creature or player for each time Comet Storm was kicked. Comet Storm deals X damage to each of them. Uh, this is my win con. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's super good. Uh not a lot to say on this end. The only question I have for you is what's, what's the, what do you say is the minimum, like how much untapped mana do you have to have or access to mana? Do you need or want to have before you would even consider casting this? Like 11, 11. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cause I want to put at least eight into it, have the mm-hmm. two red and then have one to kick it. One other target, yeah. Yeah, because you got to think that would be 16 copied twice. Right, 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 right. And that's a, that's a ton of damage, uh, especially to knock out someone. And then if, if you've like been blashing into one person with Calamax, that might be enough just to like kill the entire board in one go, especially in the late game when you have it. Great card. Kind of have to have it in these in Calamax, I think, right? It's, yep. it's definitely a staple for the deck build. Yeah, yeah. And so, then the other one um, was actually, okay, I got to get rid of ready for a voice too. So you might want to pull that one too. Uh, oh, so, I, have, I have it ready. As soon, as soon as we're done with one, I just immediately fire it for the next. Uh, train of Thought. One in a blue. Uh, it is right. a sorcery. Uh, it has Replicate for one in a blue. When you cast this spell, copy it for each time you've paid its Replicate cost. Draw oh, a card. So okay. with Palamax, you copy the Replicates. Right, right, right. And it kind of gets a way to get around that, um, like the sorcery speed of it, right? Uh, well, yeah, but but so you're not copying it with Calamax specifically. There's other copy things in there, like Thousand Year Storm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so you're copying it with other things, but 
it, it, it's another way to fill your hand. Exactly. And it copies itself. So that's going to trigger that should trigger. No, does it not? Cause it's a sorcery. It, it doesn't cause it's a sorcery. The copies okay. do. Uh, so you'll get uh one, one counters, but not the copy. right. Okay. Um, and there is, like you said, unfortunately, there is a little bit of flavor text on here. There um, is. This one's funny. So this is Gideon, uh, who sounds like a generic bad guy from the Wolfenstein series. Oh which the, no! Okay. Which, which is the most P, which is the most PC way that we are describing what this voice would sound bad like? Guy. It, yeah, right. Like quote, if you understand that, right? Just a generic yeah, yeah. bad guy. One hundred percent. I got this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then, oh, what? <laughs> which means, which would lead to exactly. <laughs> that one actually worked really well. Yeah, that was perfect, right? Uh, it's it's I like it. I think it's a really interesting card. I think getting like those copies stacked up on each other. Yep. Um it's it's like it's it's probably like I've I think this is a card that you if someone like wanted to streamline your deck, they'd be like, okay, there's probably one that's like generically better, but I think yep. that's not the point, right? It's a fun card. This is a deck. This is going to work in. Uh, so why not like give it a shot, right? And you, you have your mana, yeah. you refill your hand off to yep, the race. 100%. It takes four mana to get two cards, but if you can copy it, you yep. get um, a four cards for two mana. Yep, exactly. So I, I like it. I think it's, I think it's a really interesting, fun one in here uh, and a good one to pick. So, Let's move on to three. Uh, we have 12 here to potentially choose from. Uh, and I'm going to go with one that you got me with really well um, that sucked and made me feel really bad about myself because I I like this idea of everything in here is a damage spell, right? Yeah. And this is, you don't run a ton of counter magic in here, which I like. I'm kind of, I'm of the mind where I kind of start pulling away from that a little bit. But I like this one because it's efficient. And also when you double it, you're dealing double the damage too. Um, and that card is Ionize. So a colorless, a blue, and a red for an instant. It's a rare for about 79 cents. Counter target spell. Ionize deals two damage to that spell's controller. There is some flavor text here. And this one is Samilla Mamitian Poet, who sings in a falsetto. So <clears throat> I'm about to throw my voice out here, so I'm pretty excited about that. <clears throat> Counter magic is a simple process. Of breaking matter into its elementary particles. Those so there beautiful. you go. Thank you very much. It's a, a real a real voice of the devil. Uh, yeah. So like I said, I like it as a counterspell. I like that you can double up the damage for it. Again, four four damage for three mana in and of itself is pretty efficient. And then also having it's very easy to cast. Right. Um, like you said about the mana, like having access to the blue, the green, and the red well, so in here. Technically, uh, if the spell actually gets countered, uh, you only get one set of damage. Oh, oh, because the uh, like the copy because the other spell would fizzle. Ah, that stinks. Yeah. And you can't like you can't you can't wriggle around with it where it's like you can't counter itself because then you'll just <laughs> then you'll, you'll just deal what two to your you'll deal two four to damage yourself to yourself, then, yep, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> But still, like you got me, is, you got me it with is this. still two damage with a counter spell. Yeah, exactly. Right. So you still got your burn there. Um, yep. Super fun card. Really enjoyed seeing it there. What's your uh, What's your pick in the three in the three bucket? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let me pull it up. Uh, okay, boom. I got it. Uh, I'm gonna say midnight clock. 
Oh, it's so good. Yep. So, it's so good. Yep. So Midnight Clock, it's two and a blue. It is an artifact. Uh, you can tap it to add blue. And then, right. uh, so two and a blue, uh, you can put an hour counter on the Midnight Clock. And then at the beginning of each upkeep, you're going to put an hour counter on the Midnight Clock. And then on the 12th hour, you're going to shuffle your hand, your, gra- your graveyard, and your library, and then get seven new cards. And then you exile it. Right. Uh, I think the best thing that people always forget about this is it's on every upkeep, right? Yep. So in reality, you have this like third on the board. Exactly. Third time around and everyone's like, you could get something or you could just get totally hosed off it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Mm-hmm. amazing. Have you ever gotten it to, to wheel all the way around and like shuffle it out or do people get rid of it before it gets there? Okay, so it depends on the table. Uh, okay. So a lot of times it, it goes under the radar, like you said. Like mm-hmm. it is a really underrated card. They're like, "Oh, he's just going to wheel his cards." But if I can empty my hand, I'm just refilling it. Right. Exactly, and especially when you're playing these lower level, faster cards, right? Yep. Um, like you're going to run out of cards. You can run out of cards kind of quick here, right? One hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. And just and knowing that you have this new grip coming in, as well as like, it still gives you mana too, right? Like, yep. and the other yeah, thing yeah. is. It, and it doesn't come. It doesn't even come into play tapped, right? Nope. You can use it the turn it comes in. Yeah, like you so, said, it, it, it works for a, a bunch of reasons. Right, uh, pretty much across the board. So great pick in here. Um, you know, it always it, it's always going to get somebody. I'm a huge fan of this card too. Um, so love to see it in here. Uh, and, yeah, and it's not, we, not a salty oh, card. You know what I mean? No one's going to get mad at a midnight clock. Right, yeah, you're not running time twister or something like that, right? And being like, yeah, okay, yeah. now we're I'm gonna I'm gonna show off here. So before we get into four, um, if you guys are interested in supporting the channel, we do have an Etsy store, uh, Etsy.com/shop/cmdtower. We have everything in there from um, our our tokens to uh, our playmats, including the new foley ones, which are really nice. And it's starting to be sweater season, so we do offer our Jund sweater cards. Or sorry, our actual Jun physical sweaters, which are very comfortable. Those ones are in our limited print run. Um, we only have a handful of ones from last year, so again, oh, shit. That how, t- how much are those? Uh, what are those? Fifty bucks, I think. So they're pretty. They're pretty slick. Um, but so those that'll be a fun. Those will be great for yeah. They're fifty bucks with free shipping. So um, yeah. they look they look pretty snazzy. They're very they're very festive. So um, if you if you you know if uh, if the patron isn't your thing, but you still want to support the channel, this that's another way to do it. So we appreciate I everyone out there. Well. Sweatshirts. It's pretty. They're pretty nice. I'm not gonna lie. They're very comfortable. Who uh, doesn't need a sweatshirt? You, it's about to be that time, right? Uh, it's people. So in North Carolina, like being from the Midwest, uh, I don't get cold very easily. And now, like, it's getting that point where it's like 60 ish in the morning, and there'll be people out here with their Michael Kors puffy jackets you know, with their Ugg boots and their sweaters, walking their dogs and stuff. And it's just like way too early for any of that stuff. I'm, I'm just more, I'm comfortable with just wearing pants and like maybe a t-shirt. So see, I'm, I'm still in shorts and I'll put a hoodie there. Oh, I love it. Yeah, exactly. Where are you looking? What, what part of the country? Are you I'm South in? Carolina. Oh, that's right. Of course. Yeah. Um, Originally from Massachusetts though. Similar situation. Oh yeah. And now you're like, Oh, this is, this is all a joke. Are yeah, you yeah, planning are you planning on going to the Magic 30 in Charlotte next year in February? Uh, yeah, I do want to. 100% Excellent. I do want to. There's going to be there's going to be a big group of people from Kansas City coming up for that too. So Heck anyways, yeah. 
back to it. We're going to the mana value four. We're going to mana value four. There's eight options here. We might have some crossover here. I think this is your this is your pick. Okay. Um. Yeah. I will. I'm gonna go. Uh, Rajmi Eternity's Crafter. Oh yeah. Okay. That efficiency. Uh, by yeah. far the uh one of the cheapest cards in the deck. <laughs> yeah. Right. But, uh, but but super fun. Uh. So Rajmi uh, Eternity Crafter two and Simic or green and blue. She's a legendary creature elf druid. So you can make her as your commander, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, so whenever you cast your first spell each turn, uh, reveal the top card of your library. If it's a non-land card with converted cost man, uh, converted mana cost less than the, the spells, you can cast it without paying its mana cost. If you don't, uh, you basically just reveal it and put it in your hand, which is pretty good. So either way, you're getting a card back in your hand or extra right. value by casting it. Absolutely. And like I said, you have like a pretty big range of spells, right? Like eight in the four, uh, four in the five, three in the six and so on and so forth. And with so many two drops in the deck, I think it's pretty likely that you're going to be able to get that cast off it. 100%. Um, and, and like you said, you're going to, I think this deck, you kind of outside of like pumping up Calamax, you're really kind of playing on other people's turns anyway. Right. Um, so, so just getting that incremental card draw just for playing the game as you want, I think makes it makes her really strong. Uh, so the one I wanted to go talk about, which I think is going to play into one of the cards, I think the next two cards that I'm talking about are kind of a pair. And um, this one in the four drop is Ley Line of Combustion. So two colorless, two red for an enchantment. Uh, it's a Ley Line, obviously. So if it's in your opening hand, you may begin the game with it on the battlefield. And then whenever you and or at least one permanent you control becomes a target of a spell or an ability opponent's controls, Lane Eye Combustion deals two damage to that player. So it's not Hexproof. It's not Shroud, right? And I think that's where I think that's where this gets interesting because you do have some very strong creatures in the deck outside of Kalamax. You have some very strong enchantments. Um, and I think getting this card out early, even though it's only two damage, it could be two damage six times to one player, right? It could be two yeah, damage. Yeah. It could be two damage to twice to each other player on the board, right? Especially knowing that there's just a lot of targets in the deck already. So have you ever have you ever had the magic Christmas land of having this in your opening and being able to have that awesome turn zero pop off? I don't believe I've had it in my opening hand yet, but mm-hmm. I've had it drawn in no drawn on turn two. Okay, gotcha. So pretty close. Right. But you haven't been able to just be like, ha ha, plop. No, no, no. But it does, like, it, it does protect you more than you, you'd realize. Because, like, it, it yeah. protects you from getting, like, milled if somebody has... Yes. Because, like, like, you're getting two damage every single time. Right, right, right. Every time you're getting targeted with Phoenix or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. Any spell or ability. Uh, if, if they try to path um, a Calamax, you're going to pay for it. Yeah. It's that, and it's that easy. You just got to And then I might right? deflecting swat your spell anyways. Right. Yeah, exactly. And you're going to have, yeah, you just got to suffer through that anyway. So I think it's cool. I think it's a really cool introduction. This is a card that I think should probably be played more, right? Especially in, in more casuals tables. So, oh, yeah. Again, it's only 49 like I said, cents. You, you should jam that in any, any deck that like you're being a, a target of spells or abilities, really. I feel like this would be a really good card in like a commander cube too, right? Because people there are just, you're just, you're trying to find all the removal when you're drawing your cards out, right? And just having something that's baked in, especially with a lower life total, like if you, like if you start with 30 or 25 or whatever, I think that's really, really going to stack up. And it's so, only four CMC. It's not too incredibly high. 
Right. Yeah. Like it's very efficient with that too. And if you're paying, if you're paying four mana and it's dealing 20 points of damage over the course of game, I mean, that's only 10 activations of it. I think that it's, I think that's again for your burn style of play. That's a really, really strong rate. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Let's move, let's move, let's move on to five. We have four options here. Uh, I'm going to go first. So this is one of your planeswalkers. Um, and it's a very good companion piece because two damage is like, okay, not that much, but with this card out, it's three damage. So now they're lightning bolting themselves every single time they're trying to do something. Um, and, and that is, uh, Jaya venerated fire mage. So four colorless and a red for a legendary planeswalker Jaya. She costs five, she comes in with five loyalty and it's about a, about a quarter, one of those uncommon command, one of those uncommon planeswalkers. So the, the, I'm going to start with the minus two because minus two is she deals two damage to any target, right? Um, which I think is nice, but you're only going to be able to get two activations off her in the best case scenario, right? So if you can pick off a mana dork, put someone down into like Calamax, a big blowout Calamax range, that sort of thing. More importantly, though, if another red source you control would deal damage to a permanent or player, it deals that much damage plus one to that permanent or player instead. And so you're already making Calamax a 5-4 effectively, right? In the red zone. If you buff him at all, which is easy to do with counters or anything, like you're pretty much just getting a free counter for nothing, right? On top of the fact that your com- your Comet Storm now becomes a little bit more efficient, right? Your Late Landing Combustion Gun is more efficient. Your Skull Cracks, all of your really each, red... each copy, too. Yes, right, right, right. Exactly. So um, I think that's cool. Like I said, the minus two for two damage is kind of fine ish. I wish that I know it's, this is just how they do it. I just wish it said if a red source, as opposed to another one, because now she's like lightning bolting things instead, but that's probably yeah. too broken or something. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not an R and D. Yeah. I don't think it would be too, too broken though. Right. Like why, why make it so much more complicated? But anyways, um, so that's, that was my pick. What is the one, what's your pick in the five drop area? I'm going to go Pyromancer's Goggles. Oh my God, it's so good. <laughs> yeah. It's so uh, good. So obviously Pyromancer's Goggles, five uh, generic mana. It is a legendary artifact. Uh, you tap it to add red, and then when that mana is spent to cast a red instant or sorcery spell, you can copy that spell and you can choose new targets for the spell or ability. Now it says red instant or, or sorcery, but if it's like a hybrid spell, or oh, sure. if it just has the color in it, it still copies. Right, ionize now. Uh, you can you can do the copy on ionize that fizzles. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, but um, it still looks scary. It's still a message. Yes, exactly. Uh, and now especially, and then I have flavor text. Yes, uh, and this one we do actually have a Chandra in here. Um, and evidently, according to uh, the people that chose this, Chandra sounds like Optimus Prime for whatever oh, reason. No. Okay. <clears throat> Autobots roll out. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Get, get, right. yeah. I hope to meet Jira Ballard someday. I think we'd get along. Slam dunk. Perfect. Uh, so do you, I know the, the red part of this, I think I could see some people maybe thinking that is maybe too narrow for three colors, right? But mm-hmm. uh, like, what do you do? You, what do you think? Like, do you think like the juice is worth the squeeze in that regard? 
Uh, hold on, I'm actually looking at my sorceries and instants. I have 16 uh, possibilities to hit it. Oh, wow. And a lot of those, like you said, this makes this makes winning more with something like Comet Storm, right? Yep, yep, 100%. Way easier there. Even stuff like drawing cards with Thrill of Possibility, your Chaos Warps of the World, that sort of thing. I think that mm-hmm. all makes it way better. Now, yeah, 100%. Do you think this card... So we, I think we talked about how we can make this card a little broader, right? But I think this might make it too good. So what if... It costs six instead. Mm-hmm. It tapped for a colorless, and it was any instant or sorcery, regardless of. So if that's I'm too- paying six, I wanted to tap for any color. Any color, okay. So you don't think that's you don't think that's too busted? No. So if you're paying an extra mana, I needed to do something extra. Oh, uh, okay, right, okay, all right. I can respect that. Um, this is like I said, like you were just saying, a lot of good targets here. Um, most of the ones that you're going to be winning and dealing damage with and controlling the board are all in that all really good to be copied there. Uh, have you had any like big blowouts with this one? Has, yeah, have yeah. You this been... one gets pretty nuts. Oh really? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I've copied w- this with Comet Storm. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. So I, I've copied this with Comet Storm copying it also with Calamax. Oh God. And then the game, then the game has just come to a close. The game ended. Yeah, <laughs> the game, the game has ended. It's called Judgment Day. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Uh, well, that's that's going to wrap up for the five. Um, and uh, we talked a little bit earlier about this. Uh, we do have a great sponsor through abyssproxyshop.com. Uh, we are really believers here on the channel of Magic is a very expensive game. So uh, if you own a copy of a card, like a Deflecting Swat, is a great example of that, right? Um, if you already own a copy and you don't want to go out and buy more of the same one, Abyss Proxy Shop got you hooked up. They have foils. They have all sorts of alternate arts. They are coming out with new cards pretty much every time the set comes out. Like I know Ancient Red Dragon is a card people really want to play right now. Meat Hook Massacre is another card that people really want to play right now. Um, and they're just really expensive to own multiple copies. So AbyssProxyShop.com is a great place to look it up. Um, and if you, if you want to do your own custom art, if you want to bling out your own deck, they're totally open to that foil, not foil, all that good stuff there. Yep. So uh, also super cool people. I've talked to them about getting a whole deck made. Oh, nice. That's awesome. Yeah. They're, they're great. Um, great customer service, just all, all around a great company and we're, and we're really glad to support them. So we're moving on and this is the last one that we could have any overlap in. And I'm going to bury the lead a little bit and say that you have talked about this card already today um maybe so maybe do you want to do one at the same time do you do you want to do you want to reveal this one at the same time is it the same are you thinking are you going to talk about the same one as me do you think uh i maybe i don't know okay Uh, hmm. i have mine set i've had mine set. i know i think i know okay I, I'm going to go first and I'm going to say, no, I think, I think that we're going to have two different cards. Okay. So mine is a legendary creature. Who's a dragon. Oh, we were going to have the same card. We were going to have the same card. Damn it. All right, here we go. Ready? Three, two, (laughs) one. Yeah. So good. So three color, three blue, three red, that's a that's tough. That is a tough yep. one. But like we talked about, 
Um, previous ca- two cards, uh, the, pr- the two ramps you have played perfect into that. Yep. Uh, it's a 5-5 five, five legendary creature, Dragon Wizard Harry, or Wizard Redacted Bit. Um, and it's around $3. So why don't you read, why don't you read the, uh, the, the flavor text here? Or I'm sorry, yeah, the I- actual ability. There are no, there's no flavor text. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I believe there actually is on one of them. Um, on the old one, right? On the first on the first print? Yeah, yeah. It's like E equals MC, whatever. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah. So he's a legendary creature, dragon wizard, uh, Harry. Uh, this spell nice. can't be countered, which is a big, big, mm-hmm. big thing. Because it is six uh, uh, blue, 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 red, red, red. Yeah. That is very hard. Um, so it's flying, also really good. And whenever you draw a card, Miv- uh, Niv-Mizzet Perun deals one damage to any target. And that is any target. So that's really good. You yeah. can start picking off tokens. You can start picking off people. Whatever ne- d- uh, like damage that needs to be dealt with can be dealt Problematic with. planeswalkers, anything, right? 100%. Uh, and then whenever a player, and that's any player, casts an inserts or sorcery, you then draw a card and then make a pick. Great, great engine. Great recursion here. Um, if, if, I think this is a good, I think this card really shines in like the spell slinger kind of, um, what do they call it? Copy match or whatever, right? Where you're playing, yeah, you yeah. are, you're also playing someone who also is playing a spell slinger deck. This is going to stop them like almost dead in their tracks. Right. Yeah. I've um, also heard it does copy storm. Oh, uh, sure. Yes. It, it stops your storm basically. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Um, so really strong card. I assume you, I assume if you've chosen this one, then you've seen this played out before. Uh, yo, so, uh, so I, I actually, um, I have a full Nivisit Perun deck. Oh, hell yeah. So you are, yeah. yeah, so I don't need to, you, I don't need to explain to you the power of this card. <laughs> yeah, so Curiosity is actually in the deck. Oh, oh, that's okay. I was like, I know that was, I saw that in here and I was like, I guess that's, that, that's like cute with, uh, that's cute with Calamax, but I didn't even think that you could just slap it on him too. Yeah, so, so it is literally a win con for Nivisit. Uh, it is a is a, is a uh, um uh, a love letter to my other decks. Aha! Uh-huh. I assume your other deck has Curiosity and Ophidian Eyes and all the other and ones in it. Tandem Lookout and yes. um, Transmute to find them. Oh, of course, of course. Yeah, that's yeah. How I... It is literally a combo deck. Uh, <laughs> that's all it does. Br- uh, so, so ironically, I took five foil pieces out of Niv Mizzet and built this deck. Oh, interesting. So I, I traded five foil pieces in to make this deck. Oh, okay. Nice. It's it's he's really strong. Like I think he's I'm he's we've talked a lot um and it, it, you haven't been playing that long but like there's a lot of cards like Crater Hoof Behemoth, Shouldered Whispering One and these sort of things that used to be these really like boogeymen, right? Of how do you respond? How do you even play, right? And I think yeah, those yeah. ones I think those ones are starting to show their age a little bit, right? Um, it's particularly like Shouldered. I just don't think it's as strong as it used to be. But I think Nib Mizzet is definitely one of those cards where as soon as it's played, everyone's like, "Whoa, like, what, like, what are we gonna do here?" Right? Especially if you get yeah, it down later. And also, be you have to be around for a minute to know about him. Exactly right. And I think it's like it's it's one of the things too where it's just like if you've already burned a removal or like counters, obviously it won't work. But if you've already burned all that stuff on Calamax, this is just like a great like backup commander, right? Like it, it can go off. It, it can really like put a lot of people in, in tracks and really control the board. So blowout. I think this is the lowest price I've seen on it. So if you're thinking about buying one, this is probably a great time to do so um, yeah. for that three dollar for that three dollar pick. So we got one more, um, and 
So are you ready to rush it? Yeah. Okay. We have one. So we don't have a seven drop, but we do have one eight drop in here. Um, all right. Are you ready? Yep. Three, two, one. Azuri's, Azuri's predation. predation. Five colors, triple triple green for a sorcery for 79 cents. Mm-hmm. Boom. Ah! You yeah, got the you last voice. <laughs> you can't beat that. I actually wanted this flavor text. Joke on you. Oh, damn it. I fell right into your trap. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, the, the text on it says, for each creature your opponent controls, create a 4-4 green Phyrexian beast token. Each of those tokens fights a different one, uh, different one of those creatures. All right, and we do have so this one. This one can be kind of tricky. Oh, and then also for the bottle capping. Oh, hey, buddy. Uh, for the bottle capping, we don't do the voices just because it gets too complex. So uh, this will be the last one for the day. We have Sarash, Keeper of the Cowl, whoever that is, and uh, he is coded here as an old timey gangster, like a James Cagney of sorts. Okay, like a yeah, see, yeah, all right, see. Yeah. For those who don't submit, they will be consumed. <laughs> see. <laughs> nice so um this card i wish it was instant speed right but what yeah, are you gonna I do i think that's probably too strong especially in this deck uh so what's been what's been your obviously we taught you made mention this before with the, the triple green and everything what's been your what what has been like a story with you with this one if you have one uh so this card gets nuts when you copy it with thousand year storm and yeah. um uh um dual caster mage oh yes right so there is other ways to copy it. So like this, this, this card still, still, still gets nasty. Yeah, it's it's really, really strong. Uh, I think the, um, the the most I've copied it was three times. Whoa! What? Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> yep. That's amazing. And the original uh, and two copies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh wow, God, what a blowout! Because um, nothing survives. Nothing no. will survive. No, and like you're just gonna be you're just gonna bury people in value with that if you can get that going that quickly. Um yeah. four fours, the four I think if if this card costs as much and there are three even though it's stupid, if it was only three threes, I don't think it would be as good, right? I think it's so strong with those four fours because that that eats zombies. Like this is like your token. If you're playing another deck that really relies on tokens, unless they're like maybe elves or something like that, this is gonna eat all of them, right? This is this eats yeah. goblins for breakfast. They see it eats breakfast. most things, to be honest. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, I mean, if you're in the, like, even if you're in the Calamax, if you're in the Calamax copy matchup and uh, he, they haven't been buffed yet, this is going to blast them as well. So just, or, just a really str- Yeah, even because, like, damage still translates. Even if, hypothetically speaking, like, you don't kill somebody, it's going to make them not block. Yeah. Absolutely. So great pick here. Um, great way to end to the top end of it. And then that's gonna end. Uh, that's gonna end it for the actual deck tuck. And now we're gonna get into the cuts and ads. So just as a reminder, the way this is gonna work is we you we are cutting three cards in no order. But one of them has to have the added card has to have a greater CMC, the same CMC, and then um, finally the uh, the last one has to have a lower CMC. So uh, this is your deck, and we're not like I said, we're not matching or anything here. So. You know, we don't really need to worry about that part. So why don't you take it off? Um, what is your first what is your first pick to cut and add? Alrighty. So realistically, I could probably cut Dockside Extortionist. Sure, yeah, okay. 
It is a very expensive card. Uh, I haven't seen it make too, too many treasures. <laughs> right. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, I've seen it make, for me personally, like 10 or 15 at the most. I've seen right. other people have ridiculous turns with them. Yeah. Not 100. Me. Yeah. 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 100%. So, like, Dog Sagastores just could probably leave. And I'd probably go for a, um Eternal Witness. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Just straight down the middle. Just to get some recursion, right? Yeah, yeah. I will I will increase my mana cost for recursion. Nice. Yeah, because I was looking through and you only really have like kind of regrowth, right? I think is your main yep. other one. Um, yeah, I, and... I don't run many um, counters. I don't run many removal and I don't run many like recursion. I'm trying to be the threat as fast as possible, usually right. in most of my decks. Yeah, the glass cannon. Glass cannon, get it out there and go. Um, and like I said, I think like you have some pretty big cards that are really important like you like we talked about at comet storm like if comet storm gets counsel countered at the wrong time yep. um i guess like do, is there with eternal witness are you would you, you would only be playing it to bring back like one of those kind of pieces right like something that yeah, you really probably, need to get into the end yeah, game something i need to recur to try to win yeah and it just got reprinted so it's it's down to about a buck 50 which is this card there's always these cards that like i feel like always go wildly in price right like one week this card will be Five dollars, and it'll get reprinted. In some... Yeah, right. And then, like another week after that, it gets reprinted in some set that gets bought out. And well, that's then like the Great goes... Henge is like seventy five dollars right now. Oh God, I know. I know. I have man. two of those. You do? Yeah, I pulled one, and then I bought one for like forty dollars. Is that not good enough to be in this deck? Probably not, right? Um, so it could potentially be. I try not to run the same things in all of my decks. Yeah. Because, like, obviously, like, every blue deck would have Rhystic Study and every green deck would have, like, the Great Henge. Great I, I kind of mix up my stuff. Yeah. Well, and especially now, like, you're already, you know, this is, like, I know this is how Commander's supposed to be, but, like, when you're building a deck right now, you're already short, what, five slots just because, like, yeah. Soul Ring, Arcane Signets, if you're in green, yeah. you have to run, like, Nature's Lore or whatever, or three visits, like... Your ramp, the ramp package now is so ubiquitous. Um, you kind of have well, to and have. See, and, and in this, you want to try to lean towards instant speed ramp. Yes, exactly. Like prop rotation, because like, yeah, you don't pay the uh, sacrifice. Ooh, excuse me. You don't pay the the additional cost, uh, and then you get to search for two lands. Yep, exactly. Um, so I I I agree with that. Um, I'm here with that too. And speaking of which. Uh, one card I'm going to cut. So I kind of cheated a little bit on this first one. So this is for a less for a more, right? So I'm cutting a two drop card. I'm technically cutting a two drop for another two drop, but I feel like this, you're going to be paying the, you're going to be paying the extra cost on this more often than not. So I'm actually going to cut explore. Um, so explore is a colorless and a green. You may play additional land this turn and then draw a card. Um, so I think there's nothing wrong with Explore. I think it's fine. Um, I think Growth Spiral is the better version of that because it's an instant, even though it's a little bit more blue, uh, blue on the green side. But there's a card that's fresh off the presses, which uh, I think is now going to be a big card in Calamax decks. And that card uh, is called Joint Exploration. So a color and blue for... An I, I don't know it. Yeah, it's it's fresh off from Dominary United or whatever it's called. It's it's twenty cents. It's a it's an uncommon. So a colorless and a blue for an instance. Um, and at scry two, then draw a card. 
right? So that's kind of parody there. But it's got kicker of a green. So if the spell was kicked, you may put a land card from your hand onto the battlefield. So for me, I kind of feel this is like explore plus, right? So granted, you have to play two more colors into it and it costs one more. But I love the idea of being able to scry two and then draw a card as well. And with that one extra mana, it's you're, you're trading in like mana efficiency for the instant part in the, into it. And I really feel yeah. that's like really, 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 really critical um, in this deck. So what do you, what do you think about that? Is that something, oh, I, I is, like that something you, is that something you'd entertain? Okay. Oh yeah. I 100% do. I, I think I had an explore. I think that's more of the reason why. I was oh yeah. Yeah. Because um, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of uh, playing basically like what you have and then like buying as you go. Absolutely. Uh, my right. whole thing is like trying to make the deck playable and then like uh, everything else is kind of gravy. Yeah. And then like add more in, win more cards, whatever. Right. Just first yeah, have like yeah. the baseline for it. So that, that was my first cut, Explore for Joint Exploration. Um, what is your second cut for the deck? Yeah, absolutely. Um, two seconds. Uh, I need to go less now. Uh, yeah, so another one would probably be Azuri's Predation, as a matter of fact. Oh, okay. So I'd probably try to cut it. I See, I don't know what I would cut it with me what is i forget the name of the card what's the uh archaeogenesis or whatever oh arachnogenesis yeah yeah i think i actually might cut it with that oh okay okay um and for those playing the home game arachnogenesis still hasn't been reprinted stupidly enough so it's two colorless and a green for an instant spell put x one two green spider creature tokens with reach onto the battlefield where x is the number of creatures attacking you prevent all combat damage that would be dealt this turn by non-spider creatures so are you are, are you just looking for something that's a little less mana intensive and also the instant part of it yeah yeah 100 okay cool yeah um i think it's a really i think that's a really strong card i don't know why this hasn't been reprinted do is it because it's you too... you would copy that with calamax by the way yes exactly right like that's in like again it's less i think i think it's really easy to build calamax into kind of like what i call a win more deck right you just yeah. shovel in every single copy effect and then you leave a lot of things on the table right so i like this better because it's efficient it can save your bacon and then also even though an army of one two spider creature tokens that on that are attacking you isn't as scary as a bunch of four fours getting double that amount is really just going to gum up the board and let you let you do your calmax things as much as you spider can spider tokens right? with reach yes yes um so yeah no i think i think it's a great card just wish it wasn't 30 dollars yeah um, definitely 100 not a budget no which is so st- like how has this not been printed in a secret lair like this or, or a commander deck like i don't get it right like I, is it just because it's too strong or it's not even that strong though right like like unless you're doing calamax stuff it's pretty fair yeah right like a one-time use like unless i guess the only argument is like well like i think like, constant mist is a little more atrocious than that Oh, Constant Mist is a horrible car. <laughs> no, in like in a way of like just slowing the game down. Oh, terrible. Yeah. How I'd rather get Arachnogenesis than, than Constant Mist. Yeah, 100 percent God, I think Constant, Constant Mist is, Mist so is cheaper. Yeah, by a huge margin. Seven dollars. Yeah. 
And but you can't. So I'm a big fan of the gold bordered cards because a I think they look cool, and b they're cheaper. So you can get a gold bordered version of this for five dollars and eighty three cents, which is nothing to blow your nose at. So, Arachnogenesis, um, great pick. Uh, I'm gonna go for. Um, see, I need to. I think I need to change mine. I think I'm gonna need to change mine at some point here. But I'm gonna go with the one that I think. <clears throat> also, uh, I'll shout out to my gold border uh, Hall of Gemstones. Oh, sick. Yeah, That's I have awesome. a gold border Hall of Gemstone in my Omnath Logos of Mana deck. So, hmm. all right, I think... I think I'm going to go this way. Okay, I'll, yeah, I'm going to do th- this. I think this will work. Yeah, okay. So, for my even across, nope, that's not even going to work. I think that costs too much. All right, um, let's do it like this. Let's do it like this. I am going to cut, I'm only going to cut one ramp card, and then I know what I'm going to do. Okay, so, I'm going to cut Sky Shroud Claim. Just because I think you have better ramp in here already. Um, and I am starting to, in my personal experience, I'm starting to see that Sky Shroud claim is a little, it's starting to get a little slow. So three colorless and a green for a sorcery. Search your library for up to two forest cards. Put them on the battlefield and shuffle your library. Ooh. Bless you. Oh, I me. think I think with your, like you said, with your crop rotations, um, with, your, with your growth spirals, with all that stuff, I think that you're going to have enough lower end CMC cards to really kind of get in the red zone there. So um, one card that I thought was really interesting is uh, this card called Gravitic Punch. So three colorless and a red for sorcery. It's uh, about 10 cents out of Guilds of Ravnica. So target creature you control deals damage equal to its power to target player. And then it also has Jumpstart, which means you can cast this card from your graveyard by discarding the card in addition to paying its other costs, then exile this card. So one of the experiences, and I have a Calamax deck as well, and sometimes you just don't, like, you have a huge Calamax, right? He's a 12-12 yeah, or yeah. a 14-14 or whatever, right? He's huge. But, like, you don't have the, you, you just don't have the evasion spells. You already use your crash-through effects to try to get through to someone. You have your Comet Storm kind of waiting, and you're just, like, you're just not going to qu- get quite there, right? But I feel like with this one and another card I have, this is going to be like a a way that you can kind of quickly end the game for at least one person. And then if you want, you can then jumpstart it and try to knock out somebody else. So I wish it was, I wish it was an instant so you could get some more of that. If you can get some more of it, but if you can copy it or, or do something like those lines, I think this is a card that has a pretty, that has a pretty high ceiling. You know what I mean? Yeah. So just some food for thought there. What do you think? What do you think about that? Sky shroud to gravatic punch. Um, I think that's actually really good. Okay, it's nice. it's, it's it's still it's still getting you there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's effectively Shroud, a burn spell too, right? Yeah, yeah. And Sky Shroud claim, um, like like you said, like I could copy it, but like it doesn't get copied that much, right? Yeah, so like, and like I, a- I, I feel like it, it could work. Plus, it would take me uh, get me out of the green a little more. I could maybe probably take out uh, a green mana source. Yeah, sure. 
absolutely. So that was my that was my cut for even. Um, so you just went to Rack Genesis. Yep. You've done two as well, right? We're yep. good. All right, yep. cool. So, so now we're moving even as well. Okay, cool. Yeah, you're up. Yep. So I'm gonna go Goblin Electromancer. Uh, so what? Two yeah. No, no, no. Really? Um, wait, which one? Uh, no. Uh, is it Gilmage? Is... That. That's oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, is it Gilmage? It's a hybrid. Uh, um. Uh, what's the color combination? Is is it? Yeah. Yeah. Is it? Uh, hybrid. Is it? Hybrid. Is it? Um. Uh, I don't use the copy spells that much. Right. Like the abilities of him. And I think I would go into more removal of the board. Now, obviously, okay. this is not a budget um, ad, but I would probably go Cyclonic Rift. Oh, yeah, sure. While it'd be technically two mana, you could overload it and then wipe everything. Yep. But you could also single target copying it and still mm. get multiple targets. Right. Yeah, and I think I, I, I agree with that 100%. Um, I think the the problem with the Guild Mage is like it has that stupid cause of two mana or less right yep and i yeah i don't know i think i think your i think your instincts are really right here um obviously psych rift is like a total boogeyman of the format uh it's terrifying and yeah i like that i like that a lot just being able to have that that option just to dump twice just to dump two for two right um saving your bacon bouncing your commander if you need to possibly those lines possibly more exactly uh no okay i'm here for it uh so let's go let's go to our last one have you done three i'm sorry i forgot to take notes yep, on this this, have you done this three is my two? third this okay, is my you third got, okay you knock it out you what do you what do you got for your third well that that was my third oh that was your third okay perfect um yep. so i am gonna cut so i need to cut for something less yes so i think uh i think two cards in here that i like but maybe so I think both Haldon, Abed Arcanist at the at the three spots uh-huh. and potentially Paco at the at the five spot, I think they're both really good. I think these decks, I think those cards are very good in themselves, but I really think that they are better suited as as the commander as opposed to the 99 because their abilities are so ubiquitous um and they both they both work so well together. You know what I mean? And if you get in again, they have partner with, so you can go dig the other one out. Um, but I, I was gonna cut another ramp spell, which I think is just too greedy for it. So um, I, I don't know. What do you, what do you think about Halden and Paco? I think Halden and Paco. Paco is the best of support. Oh, Paco's no, like uh, they are both incredible. <laughs> they are insanely um, strong. I am a little bit hesitant. Mm-hmm. Uh, so okay. what would you, what would you put in their spots? So I would put more. I think where I think where Calamax can really shine is doing like a little bit more combat tricks, right? Yep. So the two that kind of come to mind are, uh, if you'll let me. So if we're cutting both of those for for lesser, right? I think you could cut one of them for Berserk if you really wanted to go crazy with that. Uh-huh. Um, so Berserk is one green. And pretty much you double a creature's power and toughness and it gains trample until end of turn. Uh, I always forget how to spell this. And Is that, is that uh, instant? It's an instance, too. So you can cast so only before the combat damage. You could hypothetically double that? 
So target creature gains trample and gets plus X plus zero until end of turn where X is its power, right? Yep. So you attack with Calamax, you double it, and it gets trample, right? And then you double it again because you can copy it. Yes, exactly. The only kicker on Berserk is that at the be- beginning of the next end step, you destroy that creature if it attacks. Oh. So it kind of turns Calamax himself into a big burn spell that's like a one-time use, right? Yeah, and it's yeah. kind of expensive. It's 24 25-ish dollars. Uh, okay. You can get the limited I- edition beta version for 700 if you're really feeling like pulling out the wallet. I kind of like that, though. You could also pair that with Fling. Yes, absolutely. Um, because then and- you can Calamax. <laughs> Oh no! And, and it gets better because there's so berserk is kind of like you know it's I think that's a win more card. There's one card in here that I think, and also if you think about it, uh, you you uh, what is it at the end of at the beginning of the next end step? So berserk for one, double twice, knock out one person with commander damage, gravitate punch, knock out someone else with commander damage, or knock someone else out with like thirty points or whatever it boils down to, right? And then the cherry on top is this card that I think is a borderline staple because it's kind of like Berserk, but you have to pay one more for it and you lose out on the trample. But Unleash Fury is a colorless and a red for an instant spell that just simply says double the power of target creature until end of turn. It's 27 cents. So for three mana, you're quadrupling like it gets it's it stacks so fast you know what i mean yeah yeah, um, yeah and that like so if you get the perfect hand of unleash fury berserk and uh the gravanic punch you're easily going to knock out two people right and then one person's left over and it's all for a very low amount of mana so yeah the, yeah like, and I, pretty cool to watch right yeah and it's, it's such a it's such a strong combination with calamax so what do you i know I, I didn't want to take away from the burn too much, right? Like I didn't. Yeah. I know that's like a cool part of the deck. What do you think about doing like a little bit more on the on the combat trick sides for Calamax? Uh, I, yeah, I kind of like that. Um, I could see that. Uh, it would still be in the copy. You know what I mean? It's still more of yep. the Calamax vein. You know what I mean? You're still yep. you're still doing Calamax though. Yeah, you're still you're still want you're still playing the game the way Calamax wants to, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, so that's like that's how I have my Calamax deck built, and those especially Unleash Fury for me for the price um, and for everything it does, I think you really kind of get a lot of juice out of it. But uh, what? Well, and speaking of juice, I've wrung you dry. We have come to the end of the episode. Uh, thanks everyone for sticking around. Uh, we really appreciate you watching us and putting up with technical difficulties and for listening for those who are listening to the podcast. Um, you can reach us pretty much anywhere. CMDtower.com at CMD tower, um, all the stores and everything. You can reach me personally at big tuck tweeting on Twitter. You can reach my fellow hosts, uh, at Mr. Combo number five, all spelled out except for the five also on Twitter. Where can we find you on the Twitters and the, and the tweets and the twitches and everywhere else one more time for the home group. And then we'll go into a little bit, another little breakdown and and we'll let you go. Yeah. And we are at trying casually EDH pretty much everywhere. Um, we try to give you that local game store feel that you come to low and love. I will also also say that we are sponsored by Foxy's proxies right now. Uh, basically, um, also a Foxy's, uh, a, a proxy sponsor. Also, other really good people. 
Awesome. So if you're trying to get, if you're trying to make a bidding war, or perhaps just trying to get a couple different looks at these different playtest cards, now you got some options. So, um, so we're talking Calamax Burn version three. Do do you? How do you feel about looking at the deck from this from this perspective of the mana values, kind of putting a new yep. a new idea into it? You know, was it hard for you to come up with the cuts and ads? Like, where do you see this deck? Where do you see this deck like landing on? Now that we've now we've kind of taken a little bit more of an objective look to it, yeah. So I've actually never looked at a deck like this. This is this was very very different for me. Um, it, it was very cool. It, it maybe changes the way you deck build, kind of like you sure, see yeah. where your mana is actually, as mm-hmm. opposed to like, oh, this card looks cool, or oh, this card looks cool. Sure. Yeah. So do you think like I don't know like do you feel like knowing what we know now, do you feel like you like you have too much in the top end or do you feel like, like, do you think that you're going to go through and rework the mana? Do you think you're going to go through and maybe like try to make it a little faster or are you just going to add in a couple cards and, and let it keep running the way it is? Uh, so I, I, I probably need about this on all my decks. I need to run more <laughs> just straight up. And yeah, like you look at the deck, you, you know, you, you can see it, you, you know yeah. that it probably could use it. Uh, and and if you look, take a look at any other of my decks, they all could use more removal. But I'm just yeah. like worried about those big fancy spells. It's hard. It's hard, right? And like I think that's, I I think that's something that is. I personally feel like Commander is just baseline Commander, not even CDH, is starting to get like way faster, right? Like the fact that you can build a, a mana base and with like artifact ramp that are all ones and two drops now, like with for less than ten dollars maybe less than five i don't know how much mindstone costs yeah Um, like soul ring when i first started was like ten dollars and now well and like i think the other thing too is like they've i think the biggest issue or not the issue i think the card that's like most indicative of this is arcane signet right yeah so like just too expensive for a while right and like it's so good and they i believe people have gone on record and said like we wish like i think gavin vorhe or whatever his name is uh vorhees i guess this is coming out in october so there you go it's a spooky podcast yeah, um, yeah, yeah. they I, like i think he's gone on record and been like we never should have printed arcane signet like it was just it's just a flat-out mistake right and it is very me, it's good. like it's like that's fine like then admit it and stop printing it in every single commander product that comes out right? well see, like, i think i think that's where they they I think that's where they kind of do the good thing. Cause like, yes, it oh. may have been a mistake. So let's get everybody able mm. to have this mistake. Right. And it's not near as backbreaking as like smothering tithe or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. Them, right. So, um, Oh, and then, yeah, and I then mean, one, one more shout out, by the way. Yeah, um, please. So check this out. This beautiful, uh, gold on carbon fiber omnath locus of rage. Ooh, very so hand handcrafted by our sponsor. No way, really? Yeah, one hundred percent. You can uh, get these on their on their uh, on their website. And it's also is it that is it the metal card too? No, it is actually carbon fiber. Oh, dude! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's built for speed, right? Well, well, well maybe, but I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Uh, so, jokingly, uh, my buddy called it a race card. Oh yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. He's like, he's like, you're rocking race cards now. That's sweet. No, that those look really good. I know you had. Did you have? You have a Calamax of that too, do you not? No, or not no? yet. Uh, not uh, yet. They okay. have been ordered though. Uh, it oh, just wasn't okay, gotcha. 
Nice. Well, anyways, um, thank you so much for hosting uh, on Twitch. Thank you for putting up with all of our technical difficulties. Um, and thanks everyone for listening. We'll be back with more content starting next week. So uh, have a good Saturday is when this comes out. And for everyone who watched us, thanks for watching. Cue that outro music. Music.